This is a Solitaire Media original podcast. Hello, welcome to the Golby Podcast. This is Fender Jackson. First of all, it's a very sad day. We've just found out that Mr. Shane McGowan has passed away. What a valiant man he was. I met him a couple of times. Once was in the Belfast Fla. I ended up going backstage and because I knew the sound guy and had a pint of whiskey with him. Back in my drinking days, of course. And then I met him in Alexander Palace in London. Both of us were watching a Nick Cave concert. And this was a more sober affair. So I went up and I shook his hand and thanked him for all the beautiful songs that he's given us. Life can be so unkind that he's gone. 65 is a good innings, but for an artist like that, surely he had another 600 years for the world to be fair. But that's it, the circle of life. I remember whenever my uncle passed away, my oldest boy was just about walking. And I looked at him and I realized in order for my uncle to stay, my children could never exist. So in order for Shane to have stayed, my next two guests could never have come around either. It's great whenever you meet people and you're inspired by them. And this was the case with my two guests this week. Actually, I've been inspired by everybody I've interviewed. But I did say to one of the parents afterwards that, that these young ladies are a credit to their upbringing. And I congratulated the father on the upbringing of these girls. Sorry, young ladies. I would like to take a moment to mention the service that I provide, which is interviewing older people about their life stories. We're coming up to Christmas and it'll be a fantastic Christmas present, don't you think? Investing in the future by tapping into the past. This is a strange service I grant you. However, it's a very worthwhile one. So if you want me to interview one of your elderly friends or relatives, please do get in touch. And you don't have to be that old. Middle age is fine. And then we can top it up in 600 years time, hopefully. Okay, let's go straight to the chat. Band! Will you give us a Shane McGowan finish? Thanks. This is the Galway Podcast. Hello, who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Roisin and I play football. Hi, I'm Lauren and I also play football. Great. It's an honour to have you ladies here. I believe you're the youngest um, guests I've ever had on the Galway podcast. So this is really exciting. I've had met people here much older than you. So this is like the opposite end of the spectrum. Can you tell me what team or teams that you play for? So let's start with you. Yeah, Lauren. Um, I play for my club is Salto Matnakara and I'm also pl- oh I used to play with Galway last year. Uh, Galway County. Galway County, yeah. Okay, we'll come to why that was last year and not this year. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in a second. So Roisin, what about you? Um, I also play for Salt Hill and I was on the Galway team with Lauren. Um, it was this year, like this summer, yeah. but Lauren was on it the year before as well. So why were you on it and not on it this year? Is that your choice or the club's choice? or? No, I just meant as in our season's over. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Yeah. So the trials have started back up again now, but we're not going for it because we're not leaving cert this year. Yeah. Right. So, so automatically, you have positions you, whenever you say leaving cert, that mm-hmm. puts you in the mind frame of the listener as to what age you are. Don't want to share your ages. Okay. If oh, you want. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind, mind being. Okay. So how old are you? Um, I'm 18. Um, I'm 18. As of Sunday. As of last yeah. Sunday. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so now you're legally able to drink or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> First drink, first drink on yeah. Sunday. <laughs> well, very good. Congratulations. Thank and you. Um, so leaving cert, there's so much to talk about with your football and your and your studies and your. I assume you might want to go to university, but let's take one thing at a time. Let's talk about the football first. So, how did you guys get into? Did I say guys? Can you say guys to ladies now? I don't know. You can. You're nodding your head. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I tried to high five my child the other day, and he says, "That's cringe." <laughs> okay, right? I can't do that anymore. Okay, so um, you guys, how did you get into football? Um, there's like a trial process. Okay, so, so this, I'm going to say your name a few times so the listener can work out who's who. So you're Roshin, yeah? I'm Roshin. Um, so around like November time, you go for trials, and you just play matches kind of and then the coaches watch and pick out who they think is good and what stage of your life was that um I started playing with Galway under 14 but this was just last year okay okay uh so you're playing with Galway under 14 that's the that's the club level or is that the um no the Galway level when I was like 12 and 13 well I think you went like how did you start to play football like, oh, did you? Well, well, I, probably I did mean that. I'm not sure what I meant. I, oh. so I, whenever, whenever somebody takes me down a rabbit hole, I chase okay. after them. So uh, to see what uh, what fun's down there. So um, <laughs> we can cut that. We can cut that out, or we can leave it in. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see. So yeah. So you, you okay? Let's go down Lauren's okay. uh, the rabbit hole and mm-hmm. this and discover. When did you start playing football and was it soccer or was it Gaelic and what inspired you to get into it? Um, I started football. I used to live in England. Oh, so, where did you live? Um, near Birmingham. Boobadoob. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> that was me. Um, so I moved when I was like 10 or 11 and I started playing for St. Michael's, which is a club in Westside that my granddad used to play for. Oh, that's just close to Salt Hill. Isn't yeah, it? it's like the next door neighbours, kind of. It's the it's across the border. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then I moved to Salt Hill when I was like twelve, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're playing football straight away into the club. You're playing soccer in England, and then you decided to play Gaelic over here since yeah. you landed. Yeah. And was it because you wanted to play Gaelic or because your father or somebody was saying um, you should try this instead? You can use your hands and it's better crack. I think I wanted to. I played loads of sport when I was younger, so I liked to try everything. Okay, good, yeah. good. And, okay, yeah, Lauren, how did you get into it? Um, I don't know, Gaelic was just quite big in my family, so um, 
I guess, you know, when you're at the age where you just want to start trying new things, you know, you'd sign up for absolutely everything. And then uh, Gaelic was just the one that stuck. Yeah. And did you play soccer as well? Uh, I did. I didn't really get into that, though. Uh, Gaelic was just, you know, my thing. <laughs> and may I ask, have you, got, you haven't got brothers, Lauren, have you? No, I've got three sisters. Three sisters. Yeah. I've seen a photograph of, I'm, I'm, I'm connected to your father on WhatsApp, yeah. so I can see the family yeah. photograph there. Uh, but it's, your father's a manager. Yes. And was that the inspiration, do you think? Um, yeah, um, him, uh, he, you know, he got me involved in the, you know, under eights. So I was doing it from a very young age, but also my uncle Gary played with Galway himself and my cousin Ja was also playing with Galway as well. So. You have to, you have to say their full names because I'm sure people oh. are saying, who, who, who's, who's your uncle Gary or they probably actually know um, actually. Gary O'Donnell. Okay. Um, he was captain of Galway a few years ago. And uh, Ja Fallon, he won the All-Ireland in 1998 and 2001, I think. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> phenomenal. So Thanks. I'm in the presence of greatness here. <laughs> of of uh, This is, I can, I can sense the, the DNA is excellence in, in, in this family. <laughs> Do you think, now I'm going to get into the, deep down into the mm. football uh, world here. Do you think it's environment or do you think it's genetics? Um, uh, maybe a bit of both. You know, um, it also helps when you've um, a great club team bringing you up as well. And, you know, my family was very invested, so they kind of drove me on as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's a bit of both. Mm. What's your thoughts, uh, Roisin? Um I think it's a bit of both. But I think if you're naturally good at something, when you start, you can get a lot better. Mm. Mm. You know... I, I'm I'm now being transported to a conversation that I had with my good friend Seanog McKiernan from uh, Cavan, and this was this conversation was in China. We had played um, some music for St Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. and of course everybody was wowed and amazed by our Irish diddly yeah. idly stuff in China, and they were saying to him, "You know, you're so talented," because he's playing all the technical melodies. Mm-hmm. And I'm just playing the chords. So, yeah. so they, they said to him, you know, you're so talented. And Sean Oak said to him, yeah, it's a gift. <laughs> and it's not. Obviously, it's not. It is hard, hard work. <laughs> so on that, can you talk to me about the amount of work that you guys do in terms of training? Do you want to go? <laughs> okay, Roisin, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. There's a f- like a lot of work if you want to put a lot of work into it, I think. I think some people play for fun and they don't have to do too much. But if you want to be good, there's a lot of work to put into it, mm-hmm. I think. And what about yourself, Lauren? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you have to do by yourself as well. So it's not just you show up to training and you, you do the drills and you go home. It's um, kind of self-driven as well. So you go down to the pitch with your friends, you know, some days that you've off and just practice your kicks or, you know, if you have a bit of work to do on another area of your game, you practice that as well. So. And who recognises that you need to work? Is it the manager or is it yourself or your your teammates or what happens there? Um, I think it's kind of yourself. Yeah, I think because, it's yourself. You know, if you, if you recognise that your game's been kind of lacking in some aspect, you you obviously want to be at the highest level of your game so you want to <laughs> improve so you go by yourself I think yeah wow yeah. The, the, you know it's it's so wonderful to hear this from you because you're 18 both of you mm-hmm. and you're recognizing 
you're self-criticizing. So you're recognizing the weakness and the flaws and the areas in which you need to develop. Mm -hmm. And I can see that you, this is not limited to football. You do this in other parts of your schooling, I assume, as well. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into your schooling in a bit. But what I'm saying is, you know, that's going to carry you through. You know, whenever you're working, whatever it is that you're working at, mm -hmm. whether it's stacking shelves, whether it's sweeping streets, whether it's um, managing people, mm -hmm. whether it's being a parent or being whatever, whatever it is, you will that'll that'll stick with you, and uh, that's that's something that's something that you must acknowledge now, and be aware of and cherish in the future. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Okay, so let's talk about your achievements uh, with the club and with the county. Yeah. You mentioned that you we, you can handle it whatever way you want. So, do you want to talk about the club or the county first? Up to you. Um, maybe the club mm -hmm. first. Okay, Roisin, go for it. Um, so we won the junior uh, county championship last year and it was mine and Lauren's like, first year playing up with that team. So it was a really good year to win. And then we ended up winning the All-Ireland of the junior as well. And were they, was it, were, were they tight matches? Uh, no, I, forgive me, I am not, uh, I'm not up in my um, knowledge of oh, of, of, uh, of of, is this leagues now we're talking about? Is that what it's called? Um, this is the championship. But is it a league or is it a knockout or what is it? Um, yeah, it's knockout. It's knockout. Yeah. So were the games tight? They. Some of them were. Some very of them tight. weren't too tight. The no, not no. We were a good team. Right, <laughs> I like that. Uh, so the, you said Lauren that they were. Some of them were tight. Were they were they tight at the start or at the end? At the end, but. You know, we drove through and we won in the end, so yeah. nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> were you lucky a couple of times? Um, no, I think actually we were, you know, uh, we had the talent and the potential just towards the end, you know, tiredness kicked in and we let it s slip for like, if you know, maybe a second, but we always regained our steps and we came back, so... That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. You know, you've probably heard this before. There's a famous golfer. He was uh, accused of being lucky. <laughs> and uh, he says, yeah, I'm very lucky. But I found that the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I find that inspiration will often find you busy. So in other words, if you're working hard, you'll be inspired so, yeah, the harder you work, the luckier you will get. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, you, remind me, you won last year's, or this year's? Um, we won last year's All-Ireland um, Championship with the club. Yeah. Um, and the county championship as well. So we progressed into intermediate this year, and we were lucky enough, well... <laughs> Maybe not lucky, but... <laughs> oh, skillful. <laughs> yeah. we, we were hardworking enough to... Yes. Yeah to win the um, intermediate county championship this year so which means next year we'll be in senior which is a pretty big jump yeah, yeah the top. wow mm -hmm. do you have a grandparent that you never met do you wonder what they were like what type of life did they have 
What type of person were they? How did they laugh? Both of my grandfathers had passed before I was born. So in 2006, when there was no signs of my children arriving anytime soon, I video interviewed both my parents. I asked them about their lives, the holidays they had, their parents, their grandparents. How did they meet? What did they do and what were they like? Where's their final resting place? Some time elapsed, my children did come along, and then my mother passed on, and yeah, sure I miss her, but I still have a video of her telling me about her life story. Now, I video interview other people's older relatives as a present for their loved ones. If you want me to capture your special memories, please get in touch at saltfulmedia.com. Thanks. This is the Galway Podcast. Okay, do you want to talk about county now? Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, well, I wasn't on the team last year, but Lauren was on the team last year where they lost the final. And then this year we won the final. So Is it because you joined the team? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but a lot of girls that were on the team with Lauren had a lot, like they really wanted to win because they'd lost the year before. Right. So it meant a lot to them. Mm-hmm. And was it tight last year? No, it wasn't. Uh, we lost. Um, you know, it wasn't like a one point difference or anything we lost last year. But uh, with Roshin on the team this year, we yeah. uh, <laughs> we won quite handy. <laughs> right. And were you playing the same team? Um, no. Uh, last year we played Cork and we lost. And then this year we played Kildare and we won. Yeah. Mm. yeah so. And uh, what happened Cork this year? Were they, did they have different management, different players? Just or or did they just have a bad game along the uh, way? I think they had a bad game. Um, they like were in the Kildare. semi-final. They played, Kildare. yeah, Kildare. And they semi. lost against Kildare. Wow! So yeah. imagine if they had a different rub of the green. Oh, we would yeah. have had in the bag. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you would have set them right then, away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! And so you're all Ireland winners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Twice. Wow! Twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so what's the achievements for next year's? What's what's the, what's the ambitions for next year's? Um, pass the Leaving Cert and then... <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you got your priorities yeah. right there. <laughs> and then hopefully, you know, um, we'll uh, head into the uh, senior championship and do well in that. So, you know, it's a, it's another ball game in senior. So just hope to um, do as well as we can. And Lauren, just for transparency, your father was your manager this year. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, he was part of the coaching panel um, with uh, club this year and last year. So it was great to have him with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will he be on that coaching panel for next year? Um, I'm not too sure just yet. You okay, know, uh, that's undecided. Mm-hmm. There's okay. a while to go until next season. So we'll see um, how he's uh, feeling then. Now, do I've just realised while you're talking there, but five minutes ago I realised I didn't ask what positions you play. Oh, yeah. Okay, so who's where? Um, I play wing back, so I stop the other team from getting goals. Mm-hmm. And wing back is that a side? Do you just say wing because um, I'm, I'm exposing my lack of knowledge <laughs> here again? So is it, I'm thinking right half back, left half back. Is, yeah, it's like it's similar to that. It's what's the difference then? Um, just the sides of the pitch. <laughs> oh no, no, like uh, you said, wing back. So if you're saying right half back, is that wing back? Oh yeah. The okay, yeah. Okay. it's the same, it's just different terminology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you left or right? Uh, I normally play seven, which is left. Okay, right. Yeah. 
And the per- so what's the difference between you being on the left and somebody else being on the right? Or is it because they're left footed or right footed or different skills or how does um, that work? It depends. I don't mind either wing, but yeah, a left foot would normally go on the left wing. But do you have a left foot on your team um, for that position? No, no, okay. we didn't that year. So you just have to be ambidextrous in yeah. some ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the foot version of ambidextrous? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know no idea. <laughs> I've just been Googling. The foot version of ambidextrous is ambipedal. So there you have it. So Lauren, I noticed earlier you're writing something down and you're left-handed. Yeah. Does that play onto the field in some way? Um, no. Um, I actually hand pass with my right hand, so... Oh, <laughs> right. It, yeah, it's just a bit weird, you know. Um, I kick with my... Um, Right foot as well, so. But you're left ha- left footed. Um, I'm left handed, right footed. Right. So it's just a bit <laughs> wonky. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. Do you know what's going through my mind? I is, you know, we've got different sides of the brain that mm-hmm. that are of different strengths, mm-hmm. and I think it's the right side is more creative, and the yeah. left side is more um, an- analytical, mm-hmm. and your ear. If you hear through, if you listen to a telephone call through your left side, I used to work with this boss and he used to always listen to a telephone call through his left ear because he said it forced him to think in a very creative way. So whenever it came to, if he's presented with a problem, because he was the visionary of the organization, there was, an, there was a visionary of the organization, yeah. there's a guy who actually does the work mm-hmm. and uh, it was his duty, he felt, to listen to conversations using his left ear so it goes through to the right side of his brain yeah. so he can be more creative when it comes to looking at a problem and trying yeah. to addressing that problem mm-hmm. so I'm coming back to your foot and your hand yeah. so <laughs> do you and maybe this will take us into the area of your studies mm-hmm. so what is it that you will study in university you hope Ooh. Have you decided? I don't want to jinx it now. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope I get the point. Okay, well, 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 you don't. You don't have to say the. You don't have to say the specific yeah. course. You can say the field. So, was well, arts or science? Um, or health science. Health science. Yeah, I'm open. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I love um. You know. Biology. Being creative as well, but okay. um, you know, I I just think yeah, health science is the way for me. So the subjects that you're in at the minute are you that you're excelling in? Or that you've chosen, mm-hmm. as you can tell from my accent, I am not from the yeah. Republic of Ireland. <laughs> I get my head around the leaving cert. Yeah. You know, so you do how many subjects? Um, seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. And are any of those compulsory? Uh, Irish, English, maths. Irish is compulsory? Yeah. and For everybody? Or just your school? Uh, everybody. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of my two children upstairs who are sleeping, who, who, uh, <laughs> who are fluent in Chinese. But oh, wow. but they okay. don't have. I lived in China for eight years, mm-hmm. and they don't have. Um, well, they tell a couple of fuck all again. I'm a They they have a few words. Um, actually, I had a parent teacher meeting last week, and mm-hmm. uh, the teachers were saying their their Irish is one of the best in the class. <laughs> I was shocked with that. But anyway, um, so is that with every school that you have to study Irish? Then you say, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. So that means, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just being a bit blown away. No, that's right. There's different great. levels of Irish. Okay. Yeah. In what way? 
there's higher level and ordinary level. So I do ordinary level and I do an extra subject. So I'm not counting the points in Irish for my leaving state. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so the point, you can choose what subjects are going to be point, uh, carried towards. Yeah, six subjects. Okay. Oh, yeah. six. You yeah. choose six out of seven. I'm going to yeah. have a great education here. <laughs> <laughs> the other side of the coin is, or the other side of this uh, thinking of mine is, I was a teacher in China, mm-hmm. so I really don't know the education system here in yeah. Ireland. I didn't get my head around it. So I was ask, asking you about your um, about your leaving cert. Were, were you strongest in your in your studies at the minute? Are you stronger in science or I'm thinking biology, for example? So you mm-hmm. talked about, you know, your ambitions for next year. Yeah, I think I'd be strongest in my actual choice subjects, not my compulsory. So I chose to do biology, chemistry and music. Ooh. So yeah, um, they they'd be my favorites. Yeah, biology, chemistry, and music. So yeah. there's two of those are very science and sciencey. One's creative. Yeah. So, but you know, I used to be a music teacher. Mm-hmm. So even with music, you can be creative or you can be uh, what's the word? Um, you know, if you're composing mm-hmm. and if you're arranging, that's very different to performance. Yeah. So where are you there? Are you doing performance or are you doing composition or arranging or what? So for the Leaving Cert, you do a practical piece. So you're marked on your performance and it's 40% of your Leaving Cert. Um, and then you sit a test in June and it's, you know, writing a, a composing a piece um, given... Um, the first four bars of a piece and you have to compose the rest of it and also listening and writing wow. down what you hear yeah so and those four bars are they in a certain key uh, yeah you have to be given the key and then you have to write the rest of the piece so it could be B flat anything yeah wow yeah F sharp minor yeah anything oh, wow <laughs> they will probably wouldn't go that difficult now but hmm. um, it's very varied yeah see now I'm being pulled back to your your hand and your foot mm-hmm. because you, you know, I explained about the two different sides of the mm-hmm. brain and so on. So I was thinking that you're creative and you're scientific. <laughs> I should have said that. Mm-hmm. So, I, so the yeah. listener understands that I'm not mm-hmm. um, trying to pull the wool of their eyes or mm-hmm. over their ears. So, yeah, it makes sense to me that you are scien- scientific. Mm-hmm. Sci- yeah, that's the word. Scientific and artistic. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I, I hope you do well. I, I suspect you will, Lauren, because remember what you said about going onto the football field and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because you acknowledge the areas that you need to improve. Yeah, Christmas tests up next week, though. I don't yeah. feel too safe. So <laughs> <laughs> let's hope they go well. I'm sure it'll be grand. Okay, Roisin, what about you? Um, well, so you don't have to tell me what you want to study. You yeah. can tell me, but about what I would like to know is what are you strong at? Um, I'd be similar enough to Lauren. I want to do something healthcare environment. Oh, yeah. okay. Healthcare environment. Like in the healthcare industry. I'm not too okay. sure yet. But not green energy, I'm thinking then. No. Okay. No, so that. just in that world of, yeah. of healthcare. Wonderful. Yeah. And are you, your subjects that you're strong in, are they artistic, are they scientific or what are they? Um, I really like biology. It's my favourite. And then I do phys chem. And I like construction as well. Construction being it's, um, engineering or something? No, it's like like house layouts and woodwork. Oh, okay. Put together, yeah. So practical skills. Yeah, practical. A lot of it's practical. They teach you this in school? Um, yeah, they do it in my school. They don't do it in all schools, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's nice. 
that's brilliant. Yeah. I want to ask you what school you go to because I, I think yeah. there's some things that should be kept. Yeah. You know, yeah. Quite, quite. We're in different schools. We used oh. to. I moved school last year. Okay. Yeah. Do you know where you want to study in terms of which city or university? Um, Lauren, I, Lauren's nodding and Roisin yeah. got ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Roisin, you go first. Um, I'd love to go to Limerick, um, but I also wouldn't mind staying in Galway. But I think I wouldn't go any further. <laughs> yeah. You need to get your clothes washed and your, f- <laughs> yeah. and your food, and your food uh, yeah. cooked, yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling. So uh, what's pulling you to Limerick? Is it the course, the people, the city, or the proximity to Galway? What is it? Um, the courses there, there's a few courses that I'd like to do, and I've heard like only good things about it from people that have been there. Mm. And and forgive me for not knowing, but is that is there a university there? Yeah, there's a UL and then there's Mary I, which is a teaching college. UL. Yeah, University of Limerick. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and what's the other one you said? Uh, Mary I. It's um for teaching. Mary I. Yeah. What's what's I stand for? I actually don't know. Institute, maybe? Institute, <laughs> maybe, okay. yeah. And Mary is the mother of Jesus or something? Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we'll Google it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mary Immaculate, come on, Fender, get it together. Mary Immaculate College, University of Limerick, mic.ul.ie. Okay. Uh, so one of those universities yeah. you'd, you'd like to go to. Excellent. Well, you know, as I say, um, I think with the, with the drive that you have, you'll probably get yeah, there. Yeah, hopefully. At Salt Hill Media, we record the life stories of older people as a gift for their future generations. We appear to be the only organization on the island of Ireland providing this service. What does that look like? An older person sits and answers questions about their life stories. For instance, what were their holidays like as children? Where did their parents meet? And what were their jobs? Where's their final resting place? And what about their parents? And so on. This is a perfect gift for people who hit another milestone. For example, a retirement gift, entering a new decade, a significant wedding anniversary, or it could just be a regular gift. The clever thing about this is that it is a time capsule to be enjoyed for future generations to come. Some people say, but my life story is not that interesting. It is interesting to those who follow after you. Other people remark, I could do this myself. We say, and so you should. However, more often than not, these life stories do not get recorded. So we advise that you go to salthillmedia.com and book a recording session for three months time. If in three months time, your recording has not happened, then we will do that for you. Go to salthillmedia.com today to book your life recording. Thank you. This is the Galway Podcast. Lauren, what about yourself? Um, I'm the exact same. <laughs> yeah. How we, <laughs> yeah. we stick together, but um, uh, I'm literally the same as Roisin. Uh, we were thinking of doing some similar courses as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, 
Um, and also the sports facilities in Limerick are meant to be excellent. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully, you know, we'll see how it goes. So the courses that you'd study, are they physio-based or bio, um, the word biomechanics is popping into my head. Mm-hmm. So the study of um, what it takes for, what the body goes through in terms of being biomechanically efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be into that now, but uh, I just, you know, I'm, interested in you know the body and um I was thinking specifically like um um occupational therapy Mm, so it's to it's kind of physio um based you know muscles and regaining the strength and regaining the use of muscles after you've lost the ability to use them so Mm. that's what I was kind of thinking and are you into the science part of like I'm thinking Boston Scientific for example where you know if you're doing Say, for example, I'm thinking about Christopher Reeve. You don't know who this man is. Mm. He was this, the guy who made Superman in the 19, late 70s. Yeah. And he had a terrible horse riding accident, which meant that he couldn't walk anymore. Mm. So, and they've done stem cell research and all the rest uh, to try and get him to walk. So is that something that you'd be interested in, in, in looking at the mechanics of, um, like, um, that part of the science to see if the machinery can help uh, somebody post-trauma? Um, it, it's not like really machine-based. It's like, um, you know, just regaining the strength and um, it's kind of mental as well, you know, getting the confidence again to build yourself back up. And it's like, for example, if you had a stroke, mm. um, it's relearning the skills that you used to be able to do, like um, just walking or writing or stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, have you been to Boston Scientific either of you? No, um, no. Yeah, there's. I mean, I remember whenever I first came to Galway, I was. Well, I still do this. I talk to everybody. I'm just mm-hmm. a, a, a blabber, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was talking to these people on St Patrick's Day, and um, I asked them. There were students or something. I just said, you know, what do you do? Oh, I'm a student. Okay, what do you study? said engineering i said is it um civil or mechanical he said biomedical I'm like, okay what's this <laughs> so I, I, even the the concept of this was new to me that yeah. you know we could be studying something that's not that's engineering within the body yeah, you yeah. Know? so um i think there's very there's a lot of really exciting stuff going on in galway and the more i've you know talked to people the more i've worked out that the, it seems to be a capital of of Europe, if not the world, in terms of biomedical engineering. You mm-hmm. know, with Boston Scientific and all the other. Yeah, things. it is good. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be good to for you to guys to get uh, a wee nosy up there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you said that you'd be interested in staying in Galway as well, routine. Um, yeah, I like to be close to home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are there courses on offer here as well that are um, interesting to you? There's a few. My first few choices would, I was hoping to um, radiography, but I don't think I'd go up to Dublin. Right. I don't think it'd be for me, but I still might put it down and see how I go. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how um, homely and comfortable th- yeah. this part of the world is. You know, I mean, we, we, we don't need to talk about the horrific scenes in Dublin. I've been there in Dublin a few times and it, it, it's a different vibe, you know. I've been there a few times since I've come home from China, I should say, and it's a different vibe 
to here. Here's a, like a big wee town, as we yeah. say up north, you know, um, in terms of it's a very homely city. You know, yeah. people know each other. People will help each other mm. in a greater way, whereas you can't always say the same thing about Dublin sometimes, no. yeah. unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, even like if we were to go away for college, I think I'll always come back here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think once you once you live here, you don't ever want to leave. So. Yeah. <laughs> and do you, do you have any in, ideas to what you would like to do as a career? Um, occupational therapy. You would like to be therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, I was thinking the same. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or I was hoping radiography, which is um, like taking X-rays and scans. Yeah. I used to live in London and there's a lady there. She's actually my friend from university, his sister. And she was an occupational therapist. Mm -hmm. And I used to ask her, what is that? (laughs) And she explained to me was, imagine you're an artist and you paint with your right right hand. But then there was an accident and you lost the use of that hand. Mm -hmm. It's how the therapy that you would go through to come to terms with that mentally, but also physically. How would you work around that? Yeah. You know, to replace that in your life. Yeah. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, great need, great yeah. need. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really rewarding yeah. as a job. Yeah, and it's in um, high demand as well, so uh-huh. they need some more occupational service. <laughs> Lauren, was it you mentioned something about strokes? Yes. And is this something that you have experienced in your family? You've seen something happened or... I'm saying this here because my father has had those mini strokes, you know? Yeah. So you don't have to talk about this if you don't yeah. want to, but um, do you know... Okay, let's just talk more generally, actually. Do you know about the, the telltale signs of a stroke? Yeah. Um, just, you know, kind of short-term memory. And, uh, well, that's... So that, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I helping one in the last <laughs> 10 years? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, um, losing the loss of one side of your body and stuff. Yes. Um, but, um, no, I'm fortunate enough not to have witnessed one in person, but I really enjoy helping people and um, I find it very rewarding as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think also the telltale signs as well, is if you can smile, you ask the person to smile. Yeah. So my father was out for a walk one time. I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. <laughs> Daddy, if you're listening, <laughs> tough. <laughs> no, he tells everybody all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, he was out for a walk one time yeah. and he recognized, He went to the shop and he saw this friend uh-huh. and the friend was asking him a question and he said that he was responding to the person. But what was coming out was just gibberish. And she said to him, I can't understand what it is that you're saying. And he, he's such a fool, my father. He's he's so clever, yet such a fool. He went home and he just went to bed. He didn't tell my mother, who was still alive at the time. And and then the next day, he, he told my mother, oh, I think I'm not feeling well. I should see a doctor. And the key thing about stroke or having a stroke, is it's the immediacy of of um, what you do afterwards. You cannot hang around. Yeah. So if you find that you're, you can't smile, if you're talking gibberish, and there's a few other telltale signs, which I will look up and put it in the intro. Be fast. B-E-F-A-S-T. B, balance. Loss of balance, headache, or dizziness. E, Eyes, blurred vision. F, 
face. One side of the face is drooping. A. Arms. Arm or leg weakness. S. Speech. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call for ambulance immediately. B. Fast. Balance. Eyes. Face. Arms. Speech. Time. Yeah. Uh, that you should act immediately because for every hour, you know, that you save is uh, a lesser condition yeah. or a lesser severity of the condition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've dealt with strokes. <laughs> we've dealt, <laughs> we've dealt with uh, your future careers and we've dealt with uh, your football. Um, we didn't talk enough about your music which is uh, yeah. really where my heart is. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Lauren, did you? What do you play as an instrument? Um, I sing. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so for my lead set, I'll be based off of um, some songs that I'll be singing. So let's hope I don't get too nervous and just <laughs> <laughs> just. Do you have a favorite composer or a favorite uh, musician or um, composer? Um, yeah, I like some composers. You I don't like. have to say like a classical. I'm talking about. Um, like the pop oh, musician. Well, what, what do you like listen to? Um, I like The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. Um, I went to his concert during the summer and it was amazing. So, uh-huh. um, and I like a lot of other just random artists. You know, they have one good song, I'll listen to it <laughs> again and again. But yeah, um, I'm open to all genres. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> do you play the piano? Uh, I used to, but not anymore. Do you know, I'm a music teacher, as I mentioned. Um, yes. What I suggest to people... Do you have a keyboard or something like yeah, at home? Yeah, piano at home, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. There's a great app or website called Ultimate Guitar. Yeah. And there's, you can just put up the chord, any song, and yeah. it'll tell you the chords there. So it's like it's G, E minor, C, D, whatever. And you can just play left hand bass note, G, and the right hand chord, G chord. Yeah. yeah? And then E minor, move the left hand out to the E note and then change one note in your right hand to make it E minor. Yeah. And then you can sing the lyrics that are all in front yeah. of you. You can also transpose it. So say, for example, the song's too high in G, you can move it up to C or whatever or yeah. D or whatever. And it's it's wonderful because you only, I always say, I learn the bare minimum to get me through a song. Yeah. You know, so if you can just play the chords and sing the song, you'll get, I, and this is something I always told my students and their parents and parent-teacher mm-hmm. meetings um, in China, you will be faced, life will, you know, you're 18, uh, you know, I'm so jealous, <laughs> <laughs> so envious of you, not really, not really, but um, life will not always be a bed of roses, you know, yeah. and if you're occupational therapists, you will be dealing with tough situations, you know, with, you know, people that you can't help that you want to help, for example. And um, you'll go home and you'll feel sad. If you can throw a song up in front of you and you can start playing uh, chords and start singing along, yeah. it'll take you into a world that many people can't get to. And you'll be able to switch off in a way that you couldn't have done. Yeah. And I say it to every young person that I get an opportunity to say it to. Yeah. Um, I'm so lucky to be able to say this to you with a microphone in front of me because maybe somebody's listening and going, okay, maybe I won't stop learning the piano. And you don't have to, you don't have to read music. You just have to learn the chords, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. um, it, it's amazing how it'll 
lift your spirits a bit. Yeah. Mm. Roisin, you play as well? Um, I tried to play the piano for a while. Um, no, but my sister plays and she's really good. So I like to listen to her play. It's uh-huh. nice. Do you sing? No. <laughs> she's a good singer though. No. Ooh. <laughs> No, I'm not. Give us a few notes, then. Well, well, I'm I'm thinking you should sing together here. You know why not? Because you like to sing. I do not like to sing. Uh, That's okay. You you don't have to sing, but um, you can if you want to. I'm fine. I'm okay. Are you going to sing? No, I'm okay. Oh, thank you. I think it'd be great if you did. Me too. No. And I'll put reverb and all on the vocal and it'll sound fantastic. I can get a guitar and I could play a few chords and we could do one verse and a chorus if you want. I might do on the episode with Daisy and Dono. <laughs> might do what? Dono can play the guitar as well, my manager. So mm-hmm. we can Your do manager, that. not even my dad, my manager. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's being promoted or demoted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I get the guitar? Shall I press pause? Mm, I, I'd rather not, if, it, if that's okay. Okay, that's Sorry. fair enough. I'll cut all that in. <laughs> Thank you, though. So, shall we, I can play you a song. Mm-hmm. I, I can play a song out, so, but you can choose the song. Ooh. Do you want to choose a song and then we can get that there to play out whilst we finish this conversation? Yes. Yeah. Um, Let me look up a, a song on my playlist. For you to play. Well, I I, I I can play it if, if if I know it. If I don't know it. It has to be very old if if mm. I want to play it. No Taylor Swift. Oh I do. Oh really? <laughs> I because I do you know what I did? I was teaching in China I was teaching reggae to these twelve year olds. Oh. Were they twelve? Yeah, twelve. And I was teaching them about the emphasis on the beat being in the third of the bar. Yeah. Uh, if it's four four. And I asked them to choose a song, and they chose "Love Story." Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. <laughs> and we 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 changed it from the original style to reggae style. Oh, that's good. And and there's a great song by the Police called "So Lonely." And the, the, why it's so great is because it's reggae the whole way through, except for the last chorus, or, and then the switches from being on the third yeah. to the emphasis being on the first and the third. Okay. So straight away, it, it switches from being a reggae song mm-hmm. to a rock song. Yeah. And I did that with the kids, and oh, they loved it. Yeah. They absolutely loved it. <laughs> Should we play it? Yeah. yeah. Should I get the guitar? Go for it. Yeah. Okay, pause. <laughs> Need to get the words, just in case. You got the word. So, yeah, we've just got the guitar and stuff. Oh, I shouldn't put that mic. Yeah, there we go. So, we've just got the guitar here. I've never done this in the podcast. I've Somebody else has played on the on the podcast, but it wasn't me. You know, it was Frank Fahey. Not the politician, a different <laughs> Frank Fahey. If you scroll back, you'll see. Um, he did a great job. So, the pressure's on me. And I don't know this song well enough because young Pamela in China, she used to sing it so well and I never had to sing it. So um, it's a bit strange that I'm even trying this. So, Lauren, will you help me sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go straight in. Ready? We were both young when I first saw you. I closed my eyes. 
been a Solid Hill Media original podcast and production. Well, Sean Oak, how's it going? How's South Korea? I'm not so bad. I recorded a couple of young lassies. They're, they're all Ireland footballers, actually, all Ireland winners in club and county level. Okay, they were a bit nervous at the start, but then they settled in all right. Don't know what I did. I got them singing. How did I do that? I 
I spun some yarn about uh, me teaching in China and teaching these 12-year-old kids love story, and then I hooked them in that way. You know that old technique that we use? I got them that way. Uh, what genre did I use this time? Reggae. <laughs> and they fell for it. But sure, isn't it grand? No, actually, these ones actually sounded all right. Uh, do you know what they did, actually? They were in fits of laughter the whole way. I did about 900 takes, and I had to cobble it together. I Frankenstein cut a wee piece here, a wee bit there, putting it all together, and then I put all the instruments on top and all the rest. Oh, this was be done and dusted within an hour, but, God, it was probably about an hour and 15 minutes by the time we were wrapped up. Yeah. Oh, sure, it was grand. Aye. Okay, the song came out all right, you know, uh, but it took a while, a long time to do, you know, all the editing and then putting all the instruments on top. It took me a, at least a full day, maybe a bit longer, you know. I had a wee nap in the middle of it, you know, for one of them wee short naps, you know, about four hours. Yeah. Anyway, you better get on here. I am meeting a guy who's got sheep dip for a very reasonable rate. I know they sell it in Lidl, but... The Lidl stuff, it doesn't clear it up as much as the real Mackay, you know. Okay, speak to you soon. Slang of oil. Oh, 